Summer camp is a magic place where kids discover who they are because they have the freedom to explore on their own. Y Camp at Horse Thief Reservoir is a sleepaway camp in the heart of Idaho's wilderness. Each summer, campers make friends, build new skills, and learn to love the outdoors through activities like canoeing, archery, zip lining, rock climbing, campfires, and more. Registration for Y Camp at Horse Thief Reservoir is open. Financial assistance is available. Learn more at ycampidaho.org. Hey, Rebel Riser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. We're at episode number 1,687, and today we've got first-look details about Master and Apprentice, the new story by Claudia Gray, the new novel by Claudia Gray, about the early days of Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi's relationship as Master and Padawan. And on the fortunate or unfortunate side of the house, depending on how you want to look at it, it doesn't seem like this is going to involve the Duchess of Mandalore and that whole year that they were on the run together. So that's a bit of a bummer because I think Claudia Gray could have done a wonderful job with that story. And yet, and yet, we know that that story is still out there to be told and we're about to get a brand new story, which certainly has its charms as well, especially in the hands of Claudia Gray, who is one of the master storytellers of the new canon so far. So here's what we know, generally speaking. There have been two things majorly that have been released about Master and Apprentice so far. First of all, the whole summary, the publisher's summary of it has been released, and there's been an excerpt that's been released as well. And I'm going to take those in turn because the excerpt that came out on StarWars.com is really rather remarkable. It does tell one part of the information that is in the publisher's summary, which is that Qui-Gon is offered a seat on the Jedi Council when one of its members decides to retire. And it comes as rather a shock because, as we have kind of intuited from the prequel movies, he doesn't always get along with the Jedi Council, or at least they don't always see eye to eye. Mace Windu says that they've actually butted heads in this excerpt. That's one of the ways that he characterizes their relationship from time to time. But you know, we all know how this is going to work out, that he's not going to accept the seat on the council. And yet, you know, that's still in the future as far as this goes. But one of the things that comes up in the discussion of it is that, you know, he is there when he finds out with the Jedi Council to report on a mission. And it sounds like it's something that just wrapped up, something regarding Teth and the huts and teth is a planet that is in wild space and it is hut controlled and it's actually appeared in the clone wars there were a couple of episodes including um uh hunt for zero for example and also the clone wars movie uh, had time on teth as well and so yeah, it's kind of interesting that we may potentially have a little spell with Hut-related stuff before we get into the major part of the story. And it also adds some you know, additional context to The Phantom Menace, if you will, because when they talk about you know going to Tatooine and the Empire doesn't, or not the Empire, um, that the Trade Federation, excuse me, doesn't have a presence on Tatooine, that it's controlled by the Huts. well, it seems like Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan together have had some experience dealing with huts and so you know that's kind of interesting in its own right 
Now, the other interesting thing about this is that there's some discussion about whether Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon are actually suited for each other as Master and Apprentice. And this offer to sit on the Jedi Council actually would end up sort of resolving the issue because he's not sure, Qui-Gon isn't, whether he should be suggesting that Obi-Wan be transferred to another Master because he doesn't want Obi-Wan to think that Obi-Wan is a failure just to abandon the use of pronouns for clarity's sake. So he wants to make sure that Obi-Wan is going to be taken care of and not, you know, hurt his, you know, self-esteem. And you know, I guess that's sort of a very, uh, you know, personal, emotional, non-Jedi-like way of thinking about things on, you know, both sides of that situation. But the Jedi Council invitation would mean that he would have to give up Obi-Wan as a Padawan because he would have to concentrate on being a member of the Council. And it's only very rarely that a member of the Council is actually able to take on a Padawan in addition to the duties of being on the Council. So that would give him an out, basically. And so that's something that is going to have to factor into his consideration as well. Meanwhile, what we learned from the publisher's summary is that Obi-Wan actually finds out that Qui-Gon has been offered a seat on the council and is considering it, but doesn't find out from Qui-Gon, it seems. He finds out somewhere else and is rather surprised by it, doesn't understand why, and is having exactly the reaction that Qui-Gon feared that Obi-Wan would, that he's, you know, concerned that he's failing his master. And so, you know, there's going to be a bit of stress on the relationship between Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan in this novel, it seems. So that becomes the backdrop for what's going to happen in Master and Apprentice. And here is basically the thrust of what we're going to be dealing with in the novel. It says that when Jedi Rail Avaros, another former student of Dooku, requests their assistance with a political dispute, Jin and Kenobi travel to the Royal Court of Pajal for what may be their final mission together. What should be a simple assignment quickly becomes clouded by deceit and by visions of violent disaster that take hold in Qui-Gon's mind. As Qui-Gon's faith in prophecy grows, Obi-Wan's faith in him is tested, just as a threat surfaces that will demand that Master and Apprentice come together as never before or be divided forever. Dun-dun-dun. And there's nothing about this new Jedi that's been mentioned that's, you know, anywhere. So it's, you know, brand new character. Vijal is nowhere to be found in Wikipedia or anywhere else. So this is also a brand new planet, too. So it seems like we're going to be introduced to an entirely new crop of characters and adventures in this situation. There is one thing, though, that is going to stay the same, and it's rather a surprise in a way. And I'll explain that for you here in a second. But first, I do want to say that if you're not subscribing to the show, then I hope you will. And I hope you'll also consider joining the fine folks at patreon.com SW7X7 who support this show and help bring it to you on a daily basis. All right, so the one thing that's a surprise of sorts is the mention of Count Dooku here. Now, because of the fact that this novel takes place before the events of The Phantom Menace, this also means that Count Dooku at this time is still a Jedi Master, and he's still a part of the Jedi Order. So, so far, all that's happened is that there's a mention of you know, another former student of Dooku, and we don't get the idea that Count Dooku is actually um, 
uh, Qui-Gon Jinn's master anymore because he's a master in his own right right now. But Dooku may be lurking in the margins of this somewhere. And it will be really interesting to see if we get any hints at the path down which he is going to be going in the comparatively near future from this novel. Although, I'll say comparatively near, but we don't really know how far in advance of the events of The Phantom Menace this actually takes place. I think we're given to believe that it's not that far. We're not talking like a generation or anything like that. So I'd say probably within, you know, single digits in the amount of years, but, you know, there's still a lot more to be revealed about it. And that is going to do it for this episode of the show and for our time together today. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.